Hello, everyone. It's Cinemondo. It's great to be back again with another fun video. We're going to do a, a uh, kind of a review uh, and also show trailer for a, a series that's on Apple Plus TV called Severance. Mm -hmm. uh, but before that's we right. get into that, let's just comment, subscribe, and like. Let's all do that together right now. Come do on. It. Do it. And you know what? We we watched this, and we're so blown away by it that we want to do a, a full review of the series. Um and this wasn't necessarily anything anyone was begging for in our comments. It's something we believed in and we want to force yes. it on you all. Yes. <laughs> so here you go. All right. Yeah. So, so we'll show the trailer first so you guys get a tone for this. It's an right. Apple TV series um, starring Adam Scott and a bunch of other great people, which we will get into later. But let's take a look at this trailer first. Let's do it. So, Okay, here we go. <laughs> all right wow. that trailer very accurately depicts the tone of the series this very yeah. like low-key kind of dark humor around the edges but something definitely wrong <laughs> well and everything from the music which is you know pervasive is it's cool and creepy and it has a great opening credit by the way the opening credits are fantastic i never fast forwarded those i thought Nobody the credit does. sequence was so amazing it was this it's great so animation of adam yeah. scott in the yeah. surreal environment yeah so great some of the best uh opening credits i've ever seen ever i mean it's that yes. good so, so i guess uh, you could tell by the the trailer that there's a and, and you could almost see why you would want to do this that they can sever your memory from work to real life. So when you're in real life, you don't even know what you did at work and at work, you don't know what you're doing in real life. I can almost see the appeal of that. Having been working in a corporate environment for a very long time. Right. I mean, you don't bring your work home yeah. and you don't bring your personal stuff into work. I mean, it's right. sort of, it makes sense. And in Adam Scott's case, his character's yeah. case, there's a very good reason why he chose to have it to, right. to, to be on the severance floor. And so it's not a, it's not a spoiler spoiler this, but early on early on we find out that his um, wife was killed in a car accident. So he's just trauma you know traumatized over that, and he's grieving, and he want and he chose to get his get go through severance because he can forget about it at least. For yeah, he wants some relief, so he thought I can be at work and not have to think about my terrible life. Right, you know? right. And you know that's not a healthy way <laughs> to deal with life. But I could see the appeal because it, you know, he 
he couldn't snap out of it. And I think that when this experimental procedure came along, he thought that was, you know, good enough to try. And, and as you can see, a bunch of characters thought it was good enough. And you have to wonder, and that's the appeal of the show. You mostly only see Adam Scott outside of his life and no one else. Right. So you're, you're seeing Adam Scott's real life. So you can see the contrast, but you don't see anyone else's, you get hints of what's happening till way later. And even then very barely. And that's right. been the whole, <clears throat> it's great. Cause the whole mystery of the show is what, what's everyone's problem? Like what, ha- why are they, why did they do this? You know? Yeah. So you have Adam Scott's character and then he's mm-hmm. in a room with three other people. John Turturro plays Irving, who uh, is just all by the book rules, rules, he's rules. He's always like, this is how it's done. You know, he, <laughs> yeah. just, he doesn't even think that there's any other way to do this. I loved him because, Again, having been at work and in these huge office buildings and the people around people like that, there are the people who are just the absolute worker cogs who just do. They love that that strict structure of the office and how you're supposed to do things. Yes. And if you start sort of threatening that, they get a little weirded out about it. Like, this is how you're supposed to do it. Right. So he and he's fantastic. I mean, everybody is superb in this. Oh my uh, God, so good. Zach Cherry plays Dylan and he's kind of he made me laugh a lot because he was all about the the little perks, the little the the the, the things you get, the prizes. You know, if you do really well, you get those what's it, like a finger uh the finger, finger traps. traps. Yeah, the, the finger, finger traps. Tra- yeah. <laughs> I know he he also the archetypes were perfect. Yeah. He was like the guy at the office who's always having fun. He doesn't take things too seriously. I actually met, right. met Zach Cherry at a photo shoot. He was a super cool dude. Yeah. Um, but uh, he was the guy that you like at work who always kind of like lifted everyone's spirits because he didn't take anything too seriously. But he was also still a very good worker. But right. he didn't go outside the system. But he appreciated the perks. He worked right. in a reward system. You know, and that was that was his mentality. So they they right. nailed that archetype also. Yeah, and Britt Lauer, she plays Helly R. And when the first scene of the movie is she. I love is, that intro. The opening yeah, scene she, is so good. She, and you saw a clip of it in the trailer. She's sort of lying down on this conference table in this room by herself. This great overhead shot of a woman laying on a huge conference table. You're like, what the right. hell is happening? <laughs> and so she doesn't know what the hell is happening. And so she, she we're learning with her as to what, what she's, you know, what this work environment is like. And I love she, too, she wakes up, she's in that room. And you hear Adam Scott. You we know it's Adam Scott because we know who he is. You hear a voice over the intercom, right. kind of saying, "Oh, you know, you're awake." And he sort of starts giving her the lowdown, sort of corporate lowdown, and she's like, just wanting to get the hell out of there. And right. he keeps trying to talk her up, but he's not very good at it. Yeah, <laughs> and you <laughs> he's find making it seem worse. Than- <laughs> right, right. So, um, and then there's other. Then there's uh, the people that work there. They're kind of their bosses. Uh, yes. There's Patricia Arquette who plays against type and just, just you know, as the boss, and she's just really tough and dour, and uh, but great, you know, in the role. I mean, she's so good in this. I liked it too because she's very opaque. Like they, she never, and again, like with I don't know what's up with or upper corporate, you know, structure. There's that <laughs> level where like when they show a scene of that when Adam Scott goes in the office, he's trying to leave and he goes open or shut, you know, and she's just staring at him. And there's this sort of unspoken requirement that you need to know things you don't know already. And they won't <laughs> tell you point. what they are. So you Very always feel point. a little like you're not good enough at every moment. Right. And she right. does that so perfectly. Yes. And then they, they add to that whole creepiness by getting a next layer where she has an intercom. I'd love the sort of analog feel of this too. This yeah. little intercom on her desk when she's talking to the board, like the main, her bosses. Yes. And there's the, a woman who represents them always comes to the office. Like, okay. The board is online. They never say anything. There's like a little maybe static that, you know, something's That's happening, cool. but right. she always asks questions 
and nothing ever answers and then they're gone and it's like right. did we solve it what's <laughs> just so really the that, whole like mystery of the upper level of the, yeah. the any corporation was so beautifully done in such a minimal way and this, <laughs> and this company lumen is like was founded by this guy Kier egan who's sort of this <laughs> love that too. yeah this and they live in the town of Kier somewhere so it has this dystopian vibe that you really don't know where this is you know mm-hmm. Uh, it was filmed in upstate New York, so you kind of yes. get the New England feel. It looks like it's filmed so, like on another planet almost. Yes. It looks like it's filmed yeah. in Sweden. Like right. the whole office, I loved the huge, I guess it was filmed in this weird office building. That's a real Massive cement. Oh well, the, outer, the, the outside, the, the exterior shots, that's a real, uh, that's the right. old Bell and Howell building in upstate New Jersey. So weird. It's crazy looking. The interiors were nuts. And uh, Christopher Walken has a great sort of, uh, you know, a smaller role, but he's he's wonderful. And yeah. Trammell, Trammell Tillman as Mr. Milichick. I loved was, him. He, oh, my God. He's so good. He is sort he's of like, like hi, everybody. Yeah. He, <laughs> but yeah, then there's this underlying, like, don't cross him. Even though he's super happy, you know, he's reporting to the upper. Right. It, they, they got that so well. And it's strange, too, because it's such weird timing for this show because we're all working from home. For a long time, right. most of us. Mm-hmm. So to have a corporate workplace show come out in the middle of two years of pandemic, it seemed like bad timing. But then all of a sudden, it gave us this whole other viewpoint of like the corporate structure, like yes. why it works, why it doesn't work. You right. know what's happening on the inside that affects the outside. I I don't know. There was something really surreal, and also a little nostalgia for um, the office. <laughs> Well, I think it's a great perspective uh, to get like, hey, if you're not working in the office now, you can see how, oh, yeah, that, you know, of course, this is sort of taking it to the nth degree. But you see, as you have, see bits and pieces of of reality there. I mean, a lot of this rings Mm -hmm. true. Yes. uh, Without question. But this is obviously kind of a different world and what, you know, know, severed brain. But uh, he Trammell Tillman is great because he can have this big smile. Hey, we're going to have a dance party. We're going to have yeah. a you know deviled egg party. And then if you cross him, you go into the break room, and it's not yeah. a, a place break where room. you. <laughs> that was beautiful too because I love you go to the break room and you have to walk through this hallway and it just gave me nightmares it's the cement mm. everything was cement and dark and depressing right. except for these super white brightly brightly lit corporate hallways everything was white and looked the same like a maze you didn't know where you were yeah. you go into the break room it's this super skinny hallway that really only accommodates one person but it was so claustrophobic and right. when two people were in the hallway I was just like I couldn't even breathe like when they were trying to move past each other right. oh my god it was just so I love the idea that you go into this this area with these skinny hallways that were just completely designed to intimidate you. <laughs> That's all it was. Yeah, it, it was so perfect. It's, um, you know, Ben Stiller directed a, mo- a lot of the episodes, I think five or six yeah. out of nine. Yeah. And he really like sort of captured something. I mean, there's I always feel like yeah. Stanley Kubrick was involved in it. It was very Stanley Kubrick, yeah. That, that cold track. sort yeah. of veneer. Like, and I, even it felt very pandemic oriented because the cast seemed very small and they yep. were always in these big rooms sitting far apart and that i love how they had the one big room but the cubicle was just a four setup cubicle in the middle of the room where they all sat together but right. then there was a bunch of nothing around them which yep. was also and then as they walked around the building there's a point where they start kind of trying to explore beyond their, what they're supposed to be doing right. and they're going down these endless white hallways with crossways and you know and they're trying to map it out you know when they go in these other rooms that are just empty and like, what's this for? Like, well, it just, <laughs> or there's something surreal and weird in the room. <laughs> I don't know what it's all what, about. 
And the one thing that's really thought provoking, it's, it's it, when you really think about it, if you're, and they call themselves either when they're in the office, they're the innies. Mm-hmm. Yes. Innies I love that. Don't know anything about the outside world. Nope. They just know their right. job and their job is this crazy, hard to describe job yeah. where you're just looking at uh, the screen and you're trying to find numbers that seem scary. To I you, love that. You know, <laughs> so, I love that. Cause they're like, he goes, how do I know if they're scary? Oh, you'll know. Yeah, it takes yeah. a while, and I love seeing the screen because that's how it feels sometimes with right. these jobs where you're just you're just doing this like nonsense, and you never really explain why you're doing what you're doing. Right. You know? I, had a, I had a job like that, and it was just like you <laughs> just did it, and you put these the, the scary numbers into a bin, and that was like that. I that loved was, that <laughs> the whole stupidity of it, yeah. and just and even call them innies and outies. Like they they definitely made the people feel like children in a way they give them these cute parties they give them these little party tricks they do boiled egg or was it boiled egg deviled egg parties yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah there's a great line i have to uh, say it again zach cherry uh, is is with um uh, Britt Lauer's character. So it's Heliar and he's Dylan. And she, for the first time, and this is because she's an innie, she bites into a deviled egg and she goes, Whoa, these are really good. I know they're and, kind of making fun of it, but deviled eggs. What? And they are, bite it. And they go, oh. Wow, this is really good. And he kind of looks at her like, and he goes, You know, deviled egg parties are coveted as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I just cracked up because that, he was so like, that's such a big thing, you know? I love that. Um, so it was just so good. And and there's when anything that came in that was sort of like not supposed to be in there, like there yeah. is this book, this self-help book that people. Yeah, it sneaks they, its way in. Sneaks its in. And they're like freaked out. They're like, oh my God, a book. What's this here? Yeah. They don't even know what a book is. I mean, they know, but they've never seen anything other than the manual, you know, then they're always excited about the new manual coming out. So it's really smart. And it is really smart because when you think about it, think about it, like when you go to an office, you don't really get to be yourself anymore. You have to abide by these rules. Right. You have these certain tasks you're supposed to do that you don't do anywhere else. You right. have to you have to take orders from people that you barely know right. and that they've set up a structure for you to fit into that has nothing to do with your real life. Like I'm always in a way surprised when I see people from work outside of work. You're kind of like, whoa, like it's just weird to see that they exist. And so yeah. the <laughs> idea of how this works as severance is so smart. And, and it's I so dystopian that, and weird, but it's not that far off. And I think the show owner, Dan Erickson, this guy who came up with the idea, I'm sure he said, like, what if you had a different life at all, you know, at home versus office? And it's brilliant. Yep. They brilliantly captured it. I mean, they really did. And uh, so it's, uh, and even the self-help book, I'll talk about that. I'll, yeah. He's when he, when Adam Scott's character is outside, mm-hmm. he's you know close with his sister, and his sister is married to this guy who uh, writes these self-help books, and they're yes. very popular. These and, platitudes, yeah, these platitudes. <laughs> but even, platitudes. Reading, even reading them, you're like, oh, that you know, I can see how that makes sense to some mm-hmm. to an any because very it's like profound. you are not your job, you know, stuff yeah. like that. You know, your job is not you or whatever. And I was like, yeah, I can see how a mind would work, how that would be like, hey, this is a call to arms. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we, don't, we need just more than this job, you know. Yeah. And even somebody like Irving, who, you know, John Tortura's character, he has this epiphany, you know, yeah. like, I want out of here. Yeah. You know, and it's great because he's fallen in love with somebody. So anyway, it's it's just really wonderful. I, I loved it. I, I liked it too, how... Um, Britt Lauer's character, Helly, um, she felt very betrayed because she doesn't know why she's here. And right. she doesn't understand that her Audi put her there. Like we say put there, they're the same person. But she doesn't understand why she can't leave leave and be part of her outside life. And no matter how many times she tries, like you can make an appeal to 
leave the work and then you have to have permission from your Audi to allow this to happen. And what you do is you get a video back. So she sees a video of herself saying, no, this is the way it's going to be. You know, this is where I want you to, I want to keep the severance intact, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, and she, and she feels so betrayed. She's like, why? Like she feels like she's being tortured and betrayed for no reason. And she really wants to get to the bottom of it. Not even realizing that she is the one who intentionally severed. <laughs> it's like, yeah. But they feel like separate and they really, um, they really foster that in their corporate culture of yes. that you are separate from your outside life and right. that you don't need to be concerned. You just need to do your job and not right. worry about it. And then yeah. of course we have the, the character, um, what's the actor's name? Who, who is the only one that anyone's heard of who left the building and still, and has existed without the severance outside. Yes. Um, and that's a great, that's a whole great thing yeah, too. Like how he's falling apart out there. It was, it was a, a actor I always like. He's always oh, good. So good. You know? He was in a true, um, a true detective. True detective. No, not true detective. Uh, Mindhunter. No. Yes. That Mindhunter. Right. right. And he's, he, oh, he used to play comedic characters, but now he's playing these serious roles, and I think he's yeah. really found his niche. Um, yeah. He's great as this guy so uh, who kind of like somehow escapes and comes mm -hmm. in contact with Mark. You know, Adam Scott's character's name is Mark, yeah. and uh, sort of spurs Mark to say, "What what what is going on here?" And that's yeah, really to kind of go, maybe there's something bigger here because why would they want to do that to employees in general? Like it becomes like a bigger idea than just like I'm going to separate from my life. It becomes right. what is the company doing with this? Because you basically got people doing something for you that could be top secret because they won't remember it. Right. outside of work so you you kind of get this big conspiracy overall conspiracy over the whole thing too like what's the and it feels very nefarious like okay what are they doing in there yeah, I mean, here like, in this like they go they go to this uh what was it called the um the hall where they had all this sort of like it was almost like the hall of yeah presidents. like a museum of like yeah, the founders and it was just was so called. super cheesy yeah. <laughs> and then they had like a re like a, a they rebuilt the whole home of the founder that was also super horror creepy you go in there and it's like go to the bedroom it's like why am I yeah. going to the bed? Right? I don't want. Right. Right. <laughs> and that was like a reward too to be able to eat a meal in this built house, which was super creepy, also. <laughs> yeah. So there's a, and, and, and like, what is Lumen up to? There's a one great scene where like she has they have to get quota and it would play you know in front of the computer, and she's the last one because she's the newest. Yes. Everybody else is waiting. They're all counting on her. Like, Come on. Worry, get, get there. We got to make quota. So you know, we our party. And so she finally gets, she makes quota. And then this really cheesy Atari style video comes up and it's the, you know, it's the uh, care, you know, as a cartoon character saying, congratulations. And he sort of flies off this mountaintop. He flies away. It was so good. The show is brilliant. And even if you don't relate to the corporate idea, you still can relate to the idea that, that work you know, working for someone can make you powerless in a way because you're always answering to someone else and that hiding from, and a lot of people use work to escape from their lives. And also just, just the overall thing of like these incredible actors in this super smart, you know, simple, but deceptively um, complicated uh, setup. Oh, yeah. making it so entertaining. Like it's not, it, we make it almost sound depressing, but it's actually really it's funny not, at the same really time. Super fun. sophisticated I, humor. If you think think almost like I mean this is not quite right, but it's sort of like I kept thinking this is kind of lost meets office space. Yeah, I could see that. In between, you know, like yeah. it has enough funny because Ben Stiller knows funny. Yeah, there are enough funny weird moments that you just start laughing, you know, like. But it's so also creepy. I mean, I loved it's it. So, I loved so it. good, and I love the Adam Scott. You know, he's he's that. You know, he's Excellent. been thrown into this position of leadership, 
because the one guy left Petey, his best friend, who's the guy that leaves, which no one ever leaves. So it was like this totally weird thing. And, and of course, you know, they don't know why, because they never explain anything. Just like when someone gets fired or leaves, no one explains it. Um, But he, he has to take on this leadership and that's why he's sort of like unsure with the door, like open or shut, you know, and then he's trying to manage these people, but he's not really fully comfortable with it or on board so he's kind of breaking the rules by like being a little lax in areas and letting people like walk down hallways they shouldn't be and also being curious you know because he's not he's starting to sort of the, the he's getting kind of cracks in his whole his whole escape mechanism because yeah. he's reading that book he has yeah. this new girl who comes in who doesn't want to be there so it's kind of igniting things in his brain that's like yeah why do i want to be here <laughs> What is right. this? But right. he keeps trying to fit into the corporate because he really wants it to work, but it's just not this falling yeah. apart. And, and, and it's not meant to last. Although we've spoken a lot about it, we really are just scratching the surface. Uh, surface. Yeah. There's so many so wonderful great. twists and turns and little moments. And again, uh, Christopher Walken just makes everything better. He just does. He steals so, every scene. He's so yeah, fun to watch. Does. And there's, you know, like the, it is renewed for a second season. So there's so much. There's a, it's a, there's a great finale, but there's so much more to this story. So much more to the relationships. We so, won't ruin it, but it had a great finale. Like it's really hard for shows to land that last episode. It really is. And this show just totally nails. It. It's absolutely. so great. It's so well edited, so well directed. They really ramp it up. It's so great. And I, you know, that really like cemented like, oh my God, this ending. And I'm like, if yeah. there's not a season two, I'm great. No, I mean, it's, it's sort of a cliffhanger, but it doesn't have to be. So it's perfect ending. Perfect. perfect. I, I mean, really, I, I I sat and I didn't watch another thing for a few days because I wanted to think yeah. about that. And I said, you know, because Kathy was mentioning this, she was the one that was watching it. And she was yeah, I have it in our mystery date. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. And kudos. I mean, it was a week to week thing. Apple releases yeah. each show like old school, but I get to watch all nine in about two nights and that's yeah, what i, I watched did. it over the week so i was like Is that right? on? yeah yeah so i cranked through it and i was like and uh, our our mutual friend jeff mccarty he and his girlfriend watched it fiance watched it in like one night i think so oh my god to be it, like just totally enveloped by that world would be so surreal because it really really creates a perfect consistent feel through the whole thing i mean even though i mean ben still directed them all but they never lose sight of the tone and the feeling and the concept that they're working with. They never lose control of their topic. So they really did a great job on it. So kudos to Dan Erickson and uh, Ben Stiller for directing mm-hmm. most of the episodes. And it's a great show. And I think it'll award yeah. time, it'll, it'll, uh, some, it'll it win something it should. It, should. it really Everybody. should. And so I have a couple posters. I, I don't know if we talked about them yet, but I have this one, which I love because it's got that surreal aspect of the opening. Yes. Um, you know, he's got the office in his brain, which is cool. Right. He's in the office. This is pure office. Um, yes. And they really, that's where they spend most of their time, which I love because, you know, the, right. the normal life is also sort of creepy because they live in almost like these predefined houses that all look the same. And it's, right. You know, kind of creepy. But the office is so beautiful. They do such a great job at the office. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is just, you know, Adam Scott sell severance. You don't need to know anything else. <laughs> and then again, Adam Scott. He's got the Band-Aid, you know, that's a, a plot point in the show. Yep. Um, but uh, you can kind of see the little, like, the weird cow- antique-looking computers in the, yeah, in the, the show. Yeah, very, like, tandy computer or something. And, of course, and that, the photograph that even matters. Very important. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. Very, very important. So, you know, you can see the sterileness of it, the white, you know, the, the very clean aspect to both of those posters that really uh, is what the show feels like. So it's one of those rare occasions the poster actually really does feel like the show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. I mean, it's 
it's just everything about it. Again, the opening credits. Uh, don't mm-hmm. you won't skip. You know, you can I'll skip. skip them. Love them. They're so skip great. Them. Gonna win all kinds of advertising awards for sure. Yeah, I think his name is uh, the, his name is Oliver. I forget his last name, but uh, and he's, he goes by the moniker I think Evergar or something, and okay. he has a YouTube, a YouTube channel, and okay. his stuff is amazing. And Ben Stiller saw it. Pilot doesn't have that opening credit. Uh, mm. So after the after the pilot was sold. They had yeah. the opening credits done, and it's uh, okay. So, highest recommendation great, from great. highly uh, recommended. You guys watch it, watch it, and then tell us what you think. Yes, Severance on Apple Plus TV. Thanks for letting us chat about it. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys later. See you at work. Uh, yeah. Oh, not me. These are our outies. <laughs>